Hello, and welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. This is Sarah. Join us for bookish episodes and a monthly book club pick. This is Ashley. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unabridged Pod, or go to our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. This is Jen. Check out our Teachers Pay Teachers store, our Patreon page, and our newsletter. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to support us. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hey, this is Jen here with teaching tidbit number 11. These are tips in Google to support reading. So in the classroom, I use Google apps for education all the time to support reading and writing in my classroom. I think uses of it for writing are a little more prevalent out there, but I think it can also be a powerful tool to support students reading more deeply and more carefully. I do think that if your school division does not use Google apps for education, that there are some of these practices that you could use with other types of software. So the two main things I'm focusing on are the collaborative part of Google and then the ability to make comments within a document or, a, or another file. So first, I distribute these in a particular way so that students have their own copies of these files. I, my school division uses the learning management system Schoology And so within Schoology, there is an option to distribute a copy for every student. You can also do that, I know, with Google Classroom. I don't know if every LMS does that, or if you don't use an LMS, then you may need to find a way around that. So with Google, one thing you can do is share a link to a file that you have created and then modify that link to make a copy. So if you look at the link that you're sharing with the student, you go to the very end of the URL and you delete the part that says edit to the end and replace that with copy. And then when the student clicks on the link, he or she will be prompted to make a copy. That copy is in the drive. And then the student would share back with you with the link. I know that was a little complicated just for just orally. So if you need any instructions there or if screenshots would be helpful, feel free to email us at unabridgedpod at gmail.com and we can help talk you through that process. But in some way, you need to get the student to make a copy of a file that you have created. Okay, so the first thing I wanna talk about is just using Google to support close reading and active reading. So I will find a text and you need to try to find something that is copyright free so that's in the public domain, but I will find a text, Great Gatsby now is a great example that's now in the public domain. So you can go find a full text version online and then you put that text in a Google Doc. And I do here model citations for students so that they get into the habit of citing anything that they found. So I make a citation for where I found that full text of the story or the chapter or the poem. And then I give every student his or her own copy. And then I set an expectation. So in order to prepare for class discussion, I ask the student to read that text and to use the comment feature in Google 
to annotate it. Depending on the level of your students, you may want to give them specific things to annotate for. So for example, you could ask them to look for moments of brilliant, vivid description, or you could ask them to look for unusual sentence structure or moments of characterization. So you can give them a specific purpose. If this, there's a skill you're developing, you can give them that purpose for reading. With more upper level students, I do this with my juniors and seniors who function at a high level. I just leave it up to them to mark things that they notice. And then when they come to class, I can ask them to open up their annotated document and they have all of these great comments and questions that they can use to contribute to discussion. I think that it can be tough in a classroom if your students aren't buying their own texts, which is the case in my classroom. When I own a text, I mark it up with a pencil and I will underline things that I think are interesting or scrawl comments to myself in the margins. But if it's a class text, you can't do that. Now you can do post-it notes or things like that. There's leave a resident, you know, there's a lot of work involved. So this use with Google can be a great way to replace that kind of paper annotation that I think can be hard to do. And you know, right now, if you're teaching virtually, this is still something that you can ask your students to do to support their close reading. If you wanna take that one step farther, you can, require them to do a paired annotation. So that would be one student would open the file and share it with a classmate, and then both of them could annotate that together and sort of have a conversation. I think this can be a great way to sort of push students to look more deeply than they might on their own. I think it's always useful. This is why I love class discussion. It can be useful to hear other people's perspectives and to see what other people notice or question that maybe you read right past. That happens to me all the time. And I, I think that can just be a really valuable practice. Now, I am really specific when I assign that. I say I don't just want one student to go through and do a complete set of annotations. And then the other student comes back and does their set of annotations because I want it to be conversational. I want it to be a back and forth. So maybe you say student one, you should go through and do five annotations. Student two, you need to go through and do five more. At least three of yours need to reply to student one. And then student one has to go back and you can spin that out as long as you want. This year, I only see my students one day a week, but I will say when I was in the classroom, and saw them two or three days a week. This can be a great in-class activity. That's not practical for me right now, but when we do go back full-time, I would do the first paired annotation in class when I can support it and sort of oversee what they're doing and redirect in the moment. But this year I've, I've had to do that and just let them work through it on their own. The other thing that I wanna talk about is using this type of Google Doc to support rereading. I actually got this idea from an AP teacher at my previous school, and I found it on a mimeographed assignment sheet. So it's been around for a while. This is not original to me, but I think it's a great idea. So I think rereading is one of my favorite things to do as a reader. I think there's great value in it, but practically over the course of the year, 
I can never fit in the first read of books, as many books as I want. And so to have this opportunity to reread, I focus on poetry. So I'm actually doing this with my students right now. I gave them a document that included seven poems. And these are pretty tough poems. They're not poems that will yield all of their meaning, all of their secrets on a first read. And so I asked the students each to select five of the poems that they wanted to focus on for their reading and rereading activity. And that could be for any reason. So some of them deliberately chose the poems that they thought were hardest, that they they found most challenging. Some of them just chose the poems that they liked the most. So I didn't give them a reason. I just said, you need to pick five. I'm requiring them over the course of four months to read and then reread three times. And for their first read, they had to go through those five poems and annotate things that they noticed, questions that they have. And then at the end of each poem, they write a brief reflection of their overall thoughts. So that's the initial read. What they'll do on each subsequent reread is they'll re-annotate. They'll they'll hopefully reply to some of their initial questions, and then they post a new reflection each time. The great thing about doing that in Google is the comments are timestamped. So it's really easy for me to get a glimpse of what their rereading journey is like. And already, I'm, I'm still early in the assignment, but I can see in their reflections the poems that are more rewarding on a reread. Maybe those were the ones that were more difficult at the beginning, but then it can be this great reward as they persist in reading and rereading the poems to suddenly start making sense of a passage that was really difficult at first. I think you could do this with all levels of students. I do think with juniors and seniors, it's great because I think they're ready for that kind of meta thinking about their own thinking. And I I see them already thinking about the way their brains are working or how one student was talking about what was going on in her neighbor's house across the street and how that was impacting her reading of the poetry the first time. So there have been some fun little rewards happening as they've been annotating and I'm getting a sense of their voice and personality even more as I'm getting to see their annotations and their reflections. Again, I know the technicalities of some of this can be overwhelming and we are certainly happy to help with any of that. So again, if you have questions about how to make any of this happen, you can email us at unabridgedpod at gmail.com. But yeah, I hope you give it a try. I think Google can be a great way to move into reading and to really think about how to support close, careful, thoughtful reading and reflection with your students. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We'd love to hear them. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at UnabridgedPod or on the web at UnabridgedPod.com for a list of ways to support us. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light, and Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.